The Audio Ballads present Citizen Pain, Episode Six. We wanted to watch the funeral parade go by. Parade? Huh? See that old dog cart over the way? Four of his friends are gonna load the coffin on that and drive him up to New Rochelle. What say we follow the cortege anyhow? It's a twenty-mile walk. Yes. But it's a walk with history. To pass the journey, I'll tell you the story of Tom Paine's life. I gotta tell you, I could do with a rest. My feet are aching something off. Rest? Rest? Did Tom Paine stop to rest? All right for him. He's laid down in that coffin on the dog cart. Looks an almighty comfortable position from where I'm standing. Chased out of England under threat of capital charges, he crosses to France to join the revolution. Oh, il est là. Est il arrivé? France. France. Vive Thomas Paine. Monsieur Paine. Vive la nation. Monsieur Paine. Ah, Monsieur Paine. Welcome to France, home of the revolution. Friends! Oh, listen to me with my monsieur. That is very naughty here in France. Now we are all citizens. It is citizens, they are citizens, that everybody is citizens. So, citizens! Citizen Pen, we have all read your rats of man and we think it is just beautiful. Fellow citizens! Ah, yes, and that reminds me we had a little election in Calais. And guess what? You are now our representative in the new National Assembly. Fellow citizens, I receive with affectionate gratitude the honour of being elected a member of the National Convention. Huh? Happily impressed as I What's am that? by those testimonies of respect shown towards me as an individual, I feel my felicity increased by seeing the barrier broken down that divided... Citizen, can I respectfully suggest that you make your dress in... Ah, I see... Citizens, it seems that Citizen Pen does not speak French. What? He doesn't speak French? No, I can't believe it. What kind of a barbarian is this man? But do not worry, I will make this simultaneous translation. Citizen, pray continue. I feel my felicity increased by seeing the barrier broken down that divided patriotism by spots of earth and limited mm-hmm. citizenship to the soil yeah. like vegetation. Yes. He says uh, he is uh, very happy to be here in France. It's uh, very nice to see you all. No. no. It has been my fate to have oh, borne a share in the commencement and complete establishment of one revolution, I mean the revolution of America. The principles on which that revolution began have extended themselves to Europe. And an overruling providence is regenerating the old world by the principles of the new. It is to the peculiar honour of France that she now raises the standard of liberty for all nations. The same spirit of fortitude that ensured success to America will ensure it to France. For it is impossible to conquer a nation determined to be free. Hmm? Uh, 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 he, uh, he says... Uh Vive la France! Long live the revolution! Vive la France! Vive la revolution! So, citizen, I think after your journey you would like to have a little wash and a change of clothes. I think so, yes. Come, it is a short walk to the hotel. Let us stroll together and breathe the air of liberty. Observe, citizen Payne, the condition of the people here. Everywhere you look, the poor are racked with strife. Everywhere you look, it meets your glance. 
Everywhere you look, men lead a wretched life. Everywhere that is apart from France. Here alone, a revolution will be peaceful. How well is the thing? Our monarchy is constitutional. We freed the land, but kept the king. Ah, oh, yes, citizen, we are not like you Americans with your guns and your bang, bang, bang. No, here we just sit down and talk to the king face to face. Everybody's frightened of their old regime. Everybody feels it, but it's clenched. No, we. Everybody says change is an hopeless dream. Everybody else, but not the French. Louis says, he says, my rights divine. No, Louis says, we no more. We wheel you out for state occasions, fine. But really, that is all your fault. So round and round the revolution goes, stately as a world, fragrant as a sweetly smelling rose. So to the elegant strains of a minuet citizen, we dance our way from monarchical tyranny to democratic constitutional monarchy. Only in la belle France. Look out! He comes to sans culotte! Oh mon dieu! Quickly, citizen! Hide! Look, it's a chaff! Get him! Get him! No, citizens, desist! He's an American! Where's his cockade? Oh, yes, I have it here in my pocket! Quickly, <laughs> citizen, bring this little red, white, and blue rose into your jacket. Ah, so now, citizens! Yeah, well, just watch it, that's all. Come on, heads! Let's go and break some more windows. Windows? <laughs> Ed's. You got more truncheon? What do you mean, your truncheon? That's my truncheon. No, it isn't good Don't you touch that. Come yeah. on, Ed. I'm right. sorry about on, that, Citizen Pen. They were the sans-culottes, the, how you say, arse out of the trousers. It is peaceful, the revolution here in France, but maybe nobody tells them yet. Uh, during the early period of the revolution, mistakes are likely enough to be committed. Mistakes in principle or in practice or... Perhaps mistakes both in principle and in practice. In entering on this great scene, greater than any nation has yet been called to act in, let us say to the agitated mind, be calm. Let us punish by instruction rather than by revenge. Let us begin the new era by a greatness of friendship and hail the approach of union and success. Laissez-nous commencer la nouvelle ère avec amitié et celle de l'approche de l'union et success. Oh, Monsieur Payne, the conventions are hard to please, no? <laughs> well, now you have the chance to win favour, yes? You have not heard? The king has made an attempt to flee Paris in the hope of joining with monarchists hell-bent on counter-revolution. He and his family are in custody. There is to be a trial for high treason. You see the absurdity of monarchical governments? 
It will be a whole nation disturbed by the folly of one man. Ah, oui, it is what we French always thought. The very word monarchy signifies in its primary meaning the despotic rule of one individual, though that individual be a madman, a tyrant or a hypocrite. Citizen, you take the very words from my mouth. Now, you must decide how you stand on the trial of who we now call Citizen Louis Capet. No more of this, Louis says. Oh, no, 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 no. I think it is necessary that Louis XVI should be tried. Not that this advice is suggested by a spirit of vengeance, but because this measure appears to me just, lawful and conformable to sound policy. If Louis is innocent, let us put him to prove his innocence. If he is guilty, let in the national will determine whether he shall be pardoned or punished. Citizen, let me counsel you. When it comes to the trial in the National Assembly, tread a little carefully. We have this small matter of the, uh, shall we say, seating arrangements. Do you go to the right with the Girondins or to the left with the Jacobins? The Girondins do not want a trial at all, whereas the Jacobins would just as soon... No questions asked. Hey, that would make his own liberty secure, must guard even his enemy from oppression. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach to himself. Hmm. Nevertheless, may I humbly make a suggestion? The wind she blows a little to the left at the moment. I would bend with it, citizen. Well, bon chance. I shall wait to view from the public gallery. I call the National Assembly to order. The vote of this house is unanimous. Louis Capet, sometime King of France, is guilty of high treason. I now call on deputies to name the form of punishment the prisoner should receive. All of us have watched the workings of the state. All of us now wait with bated breath. All of you must carefully deliberate. All of you must then call out for death. Mercy tempers justice, so it should The type of mercy that we mean Is mercy made from iron, rope and wood Designed by Monsieur Guillotine Deputy Robespierre Death Deputy Danton Death Deputy Marat Death None of us have waited here for clemency. None of us have sat all day for that. None of you best try it if you do then see if some of us don't smell a rat. The body politic and head of state were either to one single thing. Time perhaps that we should separate the head and body of the king So round and round the revolution goes Stately as a minuet Fragrant as a sweetly smelling rose Farewell then, Louis Capet Deputy Thomas Paine I submit the following propositions That the National Convention shall pronounce the sentence of banishment on Louis and his family. My hatred and abhorrence of monarchy are sufficiently known. They originate in principles of reason and conviction. 
but my compassionate for the unfortunate, whether friend or enemy, is equally lively and sincere. Of course he thinks like that. He's a Quaker. The people have beat down royalty never, never to rise again. They have brought Louis Capet to the bar and demonstrated in the face of the whole world the intrigues, the cabals, the falsehood, corruption and rooted depravity of monarchical government. France has been the first of European nations to abolish royalty. Let her also be the first to abolish the punishment of death and to find out a milder and more effectual substitute. Quaker! Foreigner! Fight! Conceding Newsman, Deputy Bancal. I vote for banishment because it is the judgment of Thomas Paine, that most deadly enemy of kings and royalty. By the example of Thomas Paine, I vote for banishment. I rely on the opinion of Thomas Paine. Banishment. <sighs> Dear citizen Payne, that, I you say, silver tongue of yours will get you one day into a little bit of trouble, perhaps? The votes cast are as follows. Against death, 360. For death, 361. Well, citizen, I hope that you will find your accommodations here at the Luxembourg Satisfaction. Name of prisoner? Payne, Thomas Payne. I, for one, am sorry that it has been necessary for the Committee for Public Safety to bring about this state of affairs. Follow me. The revolution, you see, is under threat. All foreign deputies have been taken into custody as a matter of security. Citizen Robespierre is undertaking the task of rescuing the revolution from a faction that would see it destroyed. The traitors Fauché, Vergniaud, Brissot, Valars have been dealt with. Friends of yours, I think, citizen. Did I not warn you to be careful about the seating arrangements? I now despair of seeing the great object of European liberty accomplished. And my despair arises not from the combined foreign powers, nor from the intrigues of aristocracy and priestcraft, but from the tumultuous misconduct with which the internal affairs of the present revolution are conducted. I am distressed to see so little attention paid to moral principles. It is these things that injure the character of the revolution and discourage the progress of liberty all over the world. If every individual is to indulge his private malignancy or his private ambition to denounce at random and without any kind of proof, all confidence will be undermined and all authority be destroyed. (laughs) Noble sentiments, citizen. A revolution has its foes and friends, every one of which will soon emerge. Every revolution's duty is to cleanse Every traitor with a purge. The Girondists, the aristocracy, and all the rest we can't persuade. By dint of Robespierre's bureaucracy, await the umbrella and the blade. So, how do you think you will spend your time here, citizen? Having nothing to do but to sit and think, I will write to pass away the time. It has been my intention for several years past to publish my thoughts upon religion. Count how many women are adorable, count how many stars there are up in the sky. Count how many utterly deplorable, count revolutionaries must die. No nations yet precisely quantified The blood required to quench the thirst 
far Call it justice if you want to divide I bet I'd say we French are first So round and round the revolution goes Stately as a minuet Fragrant as a sweetly smelling rose Toutes les têtes dans la lunette Citizen? What? What can I do for you, my friend? You are called before the Committee for Public Safety. You are to come immediately. But how can this... Ah, well. So round and round the revolution goes Stately as a minuet Fragrant as a sweetly smelling rose A little game of French roulette. My friends were falling as fast as a guillotine could cut their heads off. And as I every day expected the same fate, I resolved to begin my work. You should save your strength, Thomas. All day and all night, writing and writing and writing, you'll wear yourself out. I appeared to myself to be on my deathbed. For death was on every side of me, and I had no time to lose. Save his strength. For what purpose? We're all of us doomed. They might come at any moment to take us to the scaffold. The state of things in the prison was a continued scene of horror. No man could count upon life for 24 hours. Did you hear? They took away our clothes last night, dragged him out of bed and carted him off. Oh, God. To such a pitch of rage and suspicion were Robespierre and his committee arrived that it seemed as if they feared to leave a man living. Uh, 30 more death warrants to sign, Citizen Robespierre. Give them to me. Uh, uh, and these uh, appeals for clemency, petitions for release, letters crying out for pity. Pity is treason. Uh, of course, Citizen. You worry that we are not being virtuous. Do not. Terror without virtue is disastrous. Virtue without terror is powerless. Would you have us powerless? No, Citizen. Then go about your work. Scarcely a night passed in which ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or more were not taken out of the prison. Carried before a pretended tribunal in the morning and guillotined before night. There seemed to be a determination to destroy all the prisoners without regard to merit, character or anything else. I slept not a wink last night. How this hellhole robs one of all rest. That'll be all the screaming, I expect. Right out, wreckage. Oh, sweet Jesus, how will it end? Calm yourself, my friend. Thomas, take our minds off things. Tell us about this great work you were composing. I intend it to be the last offering I shall make to my fellow citizens of all nations. Well, that's probably true. Religion is your theme, I believe. Oh, there's a can of worms. I'm a simple Christian soul myself, but I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the matter. I believe in one God and no more, and I hope for happiness beyond this life. I believe in the equality of man, and I believe that religious duties consist in doing justice, loving mercy, and endeavouring to make our fellow creatures happy. Yes, yes, I, I can certainly go along with that. I do not believe in the creed professed by the Jewish church, by the Roman church, by the Greek church, by the Turkish church, by the Protestant church, nor by any... Any church that I know of, my own mind is my own church. Aha, now we get to the crux of it. And what do you say of the scriptures? Many a man who I have passed an hour with in conversation, I have seen march into his destruction the next hour. I heard of it the next morning. For what rendered the scene more horrible was that they were generally taken away at midnight so that every man went to bed with the apprehension of never seeing his friends or the world again. Citizen Robespierre, the prisoner paid. An Englishman. A foreign spy, 
clothed himself in the garb of a revolutionary. He has been writing letters, citizen. Letters? To the American ambassador. I have now no expectation of delivery, but by your means. I think you have permitted something of the national character of America to suffer by quietly letting a citizen of that country remain almost eight months in prison without making every official exertion to procure him justice. You must not leave me in the unpleasant situation in which I am thrown. You know I do not deserve it. And to the President, citizen, to President Washington. After the revolution in America, you rested at home to partake of its advantages. You find yourself a president in America and me a prisoner in France. (laughs) He'll do himself no favours there. The Americans have no dearer wish than to wash their hands forever of this restless agitator. You fold your arms, forget your friend and remain silent. I demand that a writ of accusation be passed against Thomas Paine for the interests of America as much as of France. Mr Paine? Mr Paine! What's the matter? I... Hmm? Mr Paine is slumped over his papers and can't be roused. He's burning out. Thomas? Thomas! Oh, I'm sick of the fever. What? What uproar is this? It is Mr. Thomas Paine. He is desperately ill. Oh, by whose permission is he ill? In the name of mercy, can you not open the cell door? There's no air in here, and the man has a raging fever. Oh, well, I want no corpses to deal with. Lay him on my bed. It's nearest the door. We should fan him. Uh, what can we use? Use his papers. Here, look, the age of reason. Be careful with those, man. That's an original Thomas Paine manuscript. My illness rendered me incapable of knowing anything that passed either in the prison or elsewhere. Tanky? Yes, Your Honour. It's Citizen. How many times? Sorry, Your Honour. Citizen. Sir, citizen. Here's a list of names. Citizen. All these men will be taken this night. It's <laughs> a lot, sir. Citizen. Make sure there's no mistake. Oh, no, sir. Don't you worry about that, sir. Oh, I've got a system. When persons by scores and by hundreds were to be taken out of the prison for the guillotine, it was always done in the night. I has a little system with our chalks on the door. And those who performed that office had a private mark or signal by which they knew what rooms to go to and what number to take. The number to be a taken of. If it's two, I puts a two. Uh, if three are to be taken, I chalks on a three. Whereas, if it's just the one... Yes, yes, I I get the picture. Whatever ensures that things are done in accordance with Citizen Robespierre's express wishes. We were four, and the door of our room was marked, unobserved by us, with that number in chalk. But it happened, if happening is a proper word, that the mark was put on when the door was open and flat against the wall. Perhaps we should shut the door now. Oh, it's a chill night. It's a little better now, I think, but still can't be roused. Oh, my God! And thereby came on the inside when it was shut at night. For It's the mark of death! All four of us, we are to be taken! Quiet, man, for pity's sake! You're coming round. The mark is now inside. Don't make a sound. Death will come, and there will be no pain. Should he step through the door, the flimsy thread of life will then be sliced in twain as required by law, admired in gore the blade to skill with quill.
Any from here? Uh, oh, now. Uh, well? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, well, there's none of your damn numbers chalked on the door. Uh, no, sir. That, that, that's, that's right. That's the system, see? Uh, no, no number. No. Yes. Well, next cell. Right. Two from here. And the destroying angel passed by. A few days after this, Robespierre fell. And on the 6th of November 1794, Mr Munro, the American ambassador, arrived and reclaimed me. It is hereby declared on this 13th day of December 1799 that the government of the French Republic is confided to three consuls, appointed for ten years and indefinitely re-eligible. Each of them is elected individually, with the distinguished title of first, second or third consul. The Constitution appoints as first consul citizen Bonaparte. (laughs) Liberty, equality, fraternity, revolution, democracy. Ha! In our time, no one has the slightest conception of what is great. It is up to me to give them an example. I've put down the royalist rebels, I have defeated Austria, I have conquered Egypt... What I've done up to now is nothing. I'm only at the beginning of the course I must run. Citizen Bonaparte, Citizen Payne is here at your invitation. Citizen Payne, it is an honour to make your acquaintance. I'm of the view, Citizen, that in every city in the universe there should be erected a golden statue of Thomas Payne. I, for one, sleep with a copy of your Rights of Man under my pillow every night. I see that since your unfortunate sojourn at the pleasure of our late citizen Robespierre, you have once again been keeping the printers busy. The Age of Reason, Agrarian Justice, Dissertation on the First Principles of Government, and, what's this one, Observations on the Construction and Operation of Navies with a plan for an invasion of England and the final overthrow of the English government. (laughs) Well, well. The plan for a descent upon England by gunboats was proposed by myself. Most practical. Lots of very useful stuff here for anyone who might want to carry out such a plan. The intention was to give the people of England the opportunity of forming a government for themselves and thereby bring about peace. Peace. Yes, exactly. Peace. The very proper conclusion to the process of conquest. An army of principles will penetrate where an army of soldiers cannot. Do you think your fellow Englishmen will greet you on the beaches as you land, waving their copies of Rights of Man in welcome? Men need to be taught liberty at the point of a cannon. Think what you could achieve, Thomas, as ruler of England, as my... Representative across the channel. Sovereignty as a matter of right pertains to the nation only and not to any individual. And a nation has at all times an inherent invisible right to abolish any form of government it finds inconvenient and establish such as accords with its interests, its disposition and its happiness. Oh yes, and it made a pretty fine job of that here in France, did it not? Ten years of revolution and government after government abolished as inconvenient and not in accord with its happiness. Happiness? There's been enough of happiness. Let us have order. Let us have authority. Let us have greatness. History proves in the world nothing moves till the force acts. On the people a force acts 
I speak of the force of a will. Fate approves when a great man removes all his compacts, constitutions and contracts that encumber him when little men dethrone a mad aristocracy. It'll then just be the fad of democracy when all you thought has come to naught abort. Cometh the hour, cometh the man of destiny The hopes of the world and all its peoples rest in me The old world's blown apart this morning The age of Bonaparte is dawning Hearken to the Emperor's decree You look aghast, and why not, Emperor? If I find the crown of France in the gutter, I pick it up I give up all hopes that any good will be done by France That honour is reserved for America. All right, then. Scuttle back to your precious America. You think they will love and honour you there with your little Age of Reason pamphlet, hmm? You do not win over a people by reviling their religion. Look at me. It's by making myself Catholic that I brought peace to Brittany and Vendée. It is by making myself a Muslim that I established myself in Egypt. If I governed a nation of Jews, I should re-establish the Temple of Solomon. You are the completest charlatan that ever existed. And yet I rule France, and will soon rule all Europe and beyond. They will erect a golden statue to me in every city in the universe. Whereas you, Citizen Payne, will die alone, still ranting on your principles, at best forgotten. At worst, hated. You're out of your time, Tom Paine. This is not the age of reason. It is the age of Bonaparte. To President Thomas Jefferson, 1st of October 1800. After 15 years away, I wish to come home. As soon as I can pass the seas in safety from the piratical John Bulls, if any American frigate should come to France, I would be glad if you would give me the opportunity of returning. Thank you for listening to Citizen Pain. The voices you heard today belong to Andy Cresswell, Liz Hammond, Beric Livingston, Mark Nicholson, and Paul Tibby. Tom Payne's words were all his own, and the script and songs were by Paul Tibby. If you enjoyed the show, please post a rating and review on iTunes, and to find out more about this and future projects from the audio ballads, go to citizenpain.podbean.com. That's citizenpain with an e dot podbean dot com.